0: Welcome to the podcast, Carl. For the next few weeks during the holiday season, we are going to be rebroadcasting earlier episodes of the Comedy Sojourns. We will see you in 2023 with brand new episodes. the recorder run so you can do your regular life. Can you regular, I think
1: just mm-hmm. press,
0: You're actually breastfeeding a child right now.
1: I did that in the first episode.
0: Yeah, but it, does it make you feel a little weird to know that people are listening to you while you breastfeed? <laughs> that
1: makes me
0: how would the, how would the uh, breastfeeding awareness people respond? You'd probably get a lot of people who would be fully supportive of this. Oh, more than fully supportive. Of They're this probably, X-rated podcast. They
1: probably want me to describe in great detail what's going <laughs> on and paint the mental picture in everybody's heads. Because uh, it's not only natural, but everybody needs, to, everybody needs to celebrate it. And I actually knew somebody who, who posted in one of the support groups, Oh, beautiful story. Great story happened today at church. You know where I'm going with this. Do You remember this story?
0: Uh, no.
1: <laughs> Everybody, you need to know how awesome my church is. Today, I was nursing in the back, in the nursery, nursery. So in the cry room, uh, where you can see what's going on in the service, but but there's a door and it's soundproof. Um, and so she said she left. I left the door open just a crack, and I noticed that uh, our youth pastor walked out.
0: Uh, in the while she was breastfeeding. It's Grandpa. I gotta take this phone call. All right. Take a take a phone call from my
1: dad on the podcast. Hello. How are you? You need to put him on speaker sometime.
0: What is your request?
1: About Grandpa is he has to take a breath between every word.
0: (laughs) He's going to have me change the battery in his remote.
1: Because?
0: Because the four isn't working. (laughs)
1: Because the number four doesn't work.
0: Go ahead. If you're talking about having me change the batteries, that won't fix the problem. You need a new remote. That's why I'm shouting at him. <laughs> I'm really not angry at him. He just can't hear.
1: He also can't hear when you're talking just like that. He has no idea we're talking about him right now.
0: <laughs> he's he, Now he's explaining to me how the problem is concentrated on the number four. So.
1: <laughs> I told you, I talked to him about the number four on Tuesday.
0: <laughs> okay. He tries to get a... a When he needs to use the number four, it doesn't want to do that. right?
1: So we came up with a plan that maybe he could just push the number three and then the up button, but that's not good enough. That's too complicated.
0: He wants to know if it can just be one battery that's changed, and that would fix it. Fix the number four. (laughs) Maybe it's just the four batteries. There's a
1: battery for each number. (laughs) Oh, Grandpa.
0: Okay, I will fix it. (laughs) It's not an emergency.
1: Well, good, because I was about to call the police.
0: It's kind of disgusting when he can't get channels with four.
1: It's disgusting. (laughs) Okay, I'll fix it.
0: You're welcome. Bye-bye. Hi, hi. Now we've told him several times that it's not the battery. The problem is that when he uh, when he eats food, when he eats ice cream and things like that, he drips it down into the control, into the remote control, and so.
1: That'll
0: do it. So yeah, the number four is not working, and he's insisting that we change the batteries.
1: I know. Now, I now it's
0: just one battery. Evidently, he thinks that right. since not since. It's just the number four that's not working. Maybe we only need to change one battery. Right. And I that'll... told you
1: I talked to him on Tuesday when you came home, I said, by the way, Grandpa has a problem, and he thinks the batteries need to
0: be changed. Right. Whichever... But I have
1: a feeling they probably don't, because he only mentioned the number four. <laughs>
0: Whichever batteries cause the even numbered buttons to work <laughs> is probably the one that we should change. Oh,
1: Alright, so
0: goodness. you're done breastfeeding now. Our and did governor. you did you finish your thought about, I, I about the church?
1: I was gonna tell you about the lady who shares with the rest of the breastfeeding ladies in the group. Uh, I had the most amazing thing happen today. I left the nursery door open just a crack and saw that the youth minister walked out into the foyer, and he noticed that I was nursing in there and came in. He opened the door the rest of the way and came in and laid hands on her to pray over her a blessing for nourishing her child. And I went... Do other people think that that's something really?
0: <laughs> would you not appreciate that? I
1: would have been totally freaked out. I don't go to the cry room so that I can have everybody, you know, come in and and uh, you know send accolades on me for what I'm doing. And I think, but that's the difference between me and a lot of the women who are in that group. they're not. They will tell you they're doing it. The difference it to between you and baby. a lot of
0: good mothers.
1: Well, <laughs> all, yes, all the mothers who really know that they're doing it because they're the best. Um. They'll say, it's totally natural, and I'm just doing it. It's just lunch, or it's just breakfast. It's not a big deal. They're just boobs. and uh, But then they come and they share, like, the best thing that happened to them all year was having the pastor notice them nursing and then come out of his way to come in and touch her while, yeah, while her boob is hanging out right there. That's just weird to me. I'm sorry. It's Weird. Weird. <laughs> Well, if that's what they well, mean by normalized breastfeeding, normalize you know, other people coming and touching you while the, you're doing well, it. Well, the thing is
0: that if we're if we're honest about it, there are probably there would probably be any number of men in a church who wouldn't mind being tasked with with laying hands on topless women in the church if, and playing a breast a, a breasting over the, a blessing over. The-
1: <laughs> what? <whoops. laughs> What? Uh, little Freudian slip. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah
0: so it's like it's no big deal stop making so on one hand it's a quit quit making a big deal out of it we're just breastfeeding it's no it's not something that even anybody even needs to be concerned about right and then on the say. other hand there's the please notice me and champion this and lift it up and let everybody know right. about on it on the
1: other hand there's let me share these put, these vanity shots of me that my photographer took standing topless in a river we with should, my 12 month old we should link
0: to some of those photos oh
1: my gosh shouldn't we we've got quite a collection now uh maybe we should maybe we should plug my support group because they can just go back through the
0: uh... uh let's do that let's link to some of those for this for this uh, episode let's link to some of those breastfeeding some of our favorite ones my favorite <laughs> one so far is the lady uh Who's breastfeeding with her children dangling over the fence?
1: <laughs> it's a beautiful scene. Do you I will... still have that one? Oh yeah, it's on the gr- it's on the wall. Okay, of my well, group.
0: can we we can get those then and put them on the yeah on the blog? Okay. Totally,
1: totally tandem breastfeeding, which is when you breastfeed more than one child at a time, which means your children would have to be at least. Can
0: you do more than two?
1: Well, <laughs> technically, uh, not the same person can't, but technically they'll go. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would that work? You get a
0: you get a partner?
1: No, no, no. Well, okay. Here's what they do: you
0: elicit somebody else's assistance.
1: They women will they won't <laughs> nurse them literally at the same time, but they will have more than one what's called nursling at the same time. And so there right. are women who are still like wet nurses who will who will offer as their babysitting services nursing the other people's children too. So they might have one or two of their own kids who's nursing and. You know, one or two kids that they're they're babysitting. Technically, they're nannying, but they will.
0: Uh, this is a thing that's really happening. It
1: really happens because there's
0: some of the people who are older, um, and uh, maybe not maybe not aware of what's what's going on in the baby scene now. This is a thing that's really going on. Yeah. And there's a because you've been sort of active, and by active I mean banned from well, several
1: yeah
0: from several uh, nursing mothers groups.
1: I'm still in the nursing mother's group in town. Uh, because That's because I, you don't say anything. I don't say anything. I just quietly judge. Right. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's very weird because I've been, on the one hand, um, I've got three children under the age of six, and I have breastfed and am still nursing one of them, I, but I did all of them. and uh, So a combined total of, what, like three years going now? And, you know, and still counting. So, I mean, you'd think, you'd think I'm pretty well established as one of them. As a breastfeeding mother. But I've been told before that I only, my only goal in life is to hurt breastfeeding mothers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. As a breastfeeding mother. Yeah.
1: The only reason that this group exists is to hurt breastfeeding mothers. That's what I was told.
0: To do, to wage war against (laughs) women feeding their babies.
1: Yeah, that's my... That's all I ever um, think about. But you know what? It goes well, back. That you have
0: always. You've kind of been that way, even when you were little. Even when you were little,
1: I had it out for the. You, yeah, you were.
0: <laughs> you would protest because you were breastfed uh, for right. a while, and even then, you sort of were. You would totally pitch a. Yeah, that. you would pitch a fit, and you would. Uh,
1: oh, we have so much breastfeeding material. We could go through so many. I have yeah. so many stories. Breastfeeding
0: is not really my general topic of interest, no, but it is I'm kind of your wheelhouse. That. Well, yeah. it
1: goes back to the personal fable thing, which we were talking about in the first episode. It, go, it has to do with how much you think other people think about you. Yeah. And the truth is, I have never had anybody give me any dirty looks in public. I don't think. But, you know, I've never had anybody say anything well, for Well, sure. honestly,
0: honestly, if you're, a, if you're uh, breastfeeding in public, the way that the way that most people do it which is with some level of uh discretion. modesty yeah discretion because and and what's your uh, what, what, why do we care about modesty is it because is it because the human body is something that should be ashamed of is it because breastfeeding is this unnatural abomination we, that, we uh, that should we don't put our
1: valuables out on the lawn that's my that's my <laughs> big thing it's like uh, I, and i've asked before in the breastfeeding group i've said okay Let's be honest, ladies. I don't know that I've ever
0: heard you say that before. We don't put our valuables out on the lawn. You're talking about your boobs?
1: Yeah. Well, anything... um, People always talk about what a wonderful bond it is between mother and child and how beautiful it is. And I agree. I agree so much so that I don't want, you know, Harry in Walmart... Uh, watching me while I'm doing it,
0: and he totally will, and he will, yeah. he will. I mean, people have
1: kind of looked before, and I, I use a cover, so I throw a light blanket over my shoulder, which covers the baby's faces. I've said before, I don't think that you're a yeah, you know, but maybe we should
0: tell them that the blank, the light blanket that she throws over her babies has it has it's embroidered with the words. What are you looking at?
1: Yeah, <laughs> they have a T-shirt that they were trying to sell. Um, that they were trying to get some money to support the group, and I, it's on Facebook, so I don't even know what the kind of overhead these ladies have, but they were selling potted plants to try to raise money, and then they decided... For breast
0: awareness? For, or for, for Yeah, what? well,
1: I guess they want to print stickers to put up in businesses around the city. Stickers. Stickers that business owners can put in the, in the corner of their windows... Right, saying, that say what? we support breastfeeding. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I'm 100% serious. And uh, so (laughs) I was like, "That's weird."
0: What about the other businesses? We, if they don't have a sticker up, we would just assume that their sticker would read, "We are opposed to breast." Well, that's
1: what I said. I said, "Do they really?" I said, "They're not going to have any spots on their windows left if they, they, because they brought up the we support." Uh, concealed carrying, because you know. Right, you we support rights. breastfeeding. We support right
0: concealed carrying. We, we support we support argyle socks. Right. We support. <laughs> that
1: was my point.
0: We support crew cuts.
1: It's like they don't. This is silly. It's all just. We are actually printing stickers now and encouraging business owners to put them up so that we will um, feel validated. We're printing our own validation right now to go and send it. You know. The original question
0: was who who is really opposed. To breastfeeding. Right. I don't know anybody. I don't, I've don't. i never had a conversation with any anybody ever who says the problem is these mothers take their kids out and they breastfeed them in public.
1: Oh, because I was getting to the t-shirt. I, I've never heard anybody so object to that. they sold these potted plants and they wanted to print the, the stickers. And then they decided they were going to sell these t-shirts as another type of fundraiser. And the, fun ra- the, uh, the t-shirt said, um, if you have a problem with what I'm doing, cover your head. That's what it said. I'm not kidding. Well, now,
0: in all honesty, in all honesty, that would, I would go to a restaurant like that. I would go to a restaurant where they say, we support breastfeeding. And at the door, they have a stack of blankets (laughs) for the rest of the patrons so that when, so that when the breastfeeding mother comes in, everybody else in the restaurant throws a blanket over their head. Right.
1: Well, and it's it's. I would so go to that restaurant. Go, do you eat your lunch under uh, a blanket? I, I would. Said, if it, I did. if <laughs> it
0: made if it made the mothers oh. more comfortable, I would totally do it. Uh, I would eat underneath a blanket. Well, the
1: other thing they say is you should go to the bathroom because they're just so appalled that women have to. Uh, well, will sometimes take their. Nurslings to a bathroom and nurse in there, and they say that's just disgusting. It's you say
0: the word nursling, I think of little. Uh, I think of like fairy little fairy creatures it's with kind of a cute name. with sparkles, uh, kind of drifting out of their rear ends. Little nursling, little nurslings that, that grant wishes if you pat them on the head.
1: <coughs> yeah, so that's so. But so what? The issue is nobody has a problem with a breastfeeding baby. They have a problem with the in your face. Doing it for attention, and then they'll they will scream and say that they're not doing that for attention. But then they post their rants and their pictures of their their babies. Yeah,
0: if you're posting, if you're actually posting pictures of yourself uncovered breastfeeding, that, that I think is pretty clearly a uh, a call for attention. Yeah, I mean, you don't post pictures of yourself doing things that you don't want people to know about.
1: Yeah, remember boobs for Bernie. Remember no, I
0: Bernie. do not remember. Oh, See, that, that's the thing, What I'm saying, you are way deeper into this.
1: I showed it into to you, this rabbit hole. I showed it to you a few months ago when Bernie Sanders was still in the uh, in the running, and there was some rally that he had, and a woman made national headlines for jumping up and down in the front row, uh, t-shirt pulled up, baby attached jumping up and down the front row and instead of taking pictures how of, did the
0: baby stay attached when she was jumping up? well it and down. didn't
1: look like it didn't
0: look like was he, it little I mean, it was like literally flopping up and
1: well she didn't have especially large chest but but yeah like well, the, but baby still the baby was kind of looking like what are you doing i would
0: say kudos to that child for being able to hang <laughs> on under yeah. that yeah under that uh duress
1: and so they had uh so they had this national headline you know oh um, Bernie Sanders supports breastfeeding mothers because he tweeted about her. He showed right. her picture and was <laughs> right. like, "Thanks for coming."
0: And of course, of course, then anybody who doesn't treat, tweet about her obviously opposes right. um, breastfeeding in all in all circumstances. But, and that's uh, what that's what it is. Everything is black and white now in this culture. Everything is. And if you go out and say, "Well, I support breastfeeding," then I also have to say exactly that, or else. Uh, by, by default or by implication now, I don't support breastfeeding. Right. And I've got four children who were breastfed and I've got three grandchildren now, (laughs) all of whom were breastfed. And I'm completely at peace with all seven of them (laughs) being breastfed. Yes. Because it seemed to work out pretty well. It's almost, it's (laughs) almost like, uh, like breastfeeding, um, was intended to happen. It's It'll,
1: weird. It's, it's weird, weird how, how it happens. Because they
0: talk about normalizing breast. We got to normalize breastfeeding. It's like well, the abnormal is is putting a kid on a bottle,
1: right? Isn't it? Oh man, you're going to get in trouble with the formula moms now. Oh no,
0: well, <laughs> I got to be in trouble with somebody.
1: It's um, all it's all silly. I've said it before, and I'll say it again.
0: And we gave formula too. We did we did breastfeeding, and then there was formula that we gave um, the babies. Some right. of you babies, I it don't remember matter. what the mix was. It doesn't
1: matter how what your personal story is. It doesn't matter. You have to stick to the script. And I've and I'm telling you, there's a bunch of middle class uh, women in this country who are bored. They're just bored. And I said, I said the other day, you know, we used to use our energy for like laundry and feeding kids, and you know, we actually had to take the time to do all that stuff. Well, now it's all pretty pretty automated and very convenient. Um,
0: what are you saying we don't
1: have anything to do we're all like we we need to
0: why do you hate women <laughs> that's the question that everybody wants to know uh, um, and i want to know why do you hate women yeah why <laughs> what have women ever done to you
1: well they've blocked me from their support groups <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's why you
1: hate them all uh, of them yeah well my saving grace is um sanctamami that's the group that I also belong to, which is a parody that makes fun of all of these uh, psycho-extreme ladies that I've, I've encountered in my past. Apparently I'm not the only one, and they'll share screenshots of...
0: And I think, I think again, when you say psycho, we can easily put in good mother, right? <laughs> right. You say psycho, what you mean is good mother.
1: Just yesterday I shared a screenshot to Sanctumami. Uh, that I blurred out the face, I blur out the name, so it's totally anonymous, nobody knows who this person is, but it was a post I noticed that somebody shared yesterday that said, am I the only one that gets really annoyed when you buy from a from a garage sale site or from a uh, from another mother cloth diapers, and they tell you they're in excellent use condition, and the best they, po- they're not excellent, you know, they're play condition. And I was like, wait a minute.
0: Where are the... uh,
1: I can't tell you. I don't know what the difference is between... I was going to say, where's the manual that
0: that outlines those standards?
1: That's why I decided to share the post, because she went on to say, then they'll only give you a partial refund, and they'll, you know, so you're stuck. They don't even want the diaper back. You're stuck with this diaper, and... and, uh,
0: I feel I, like the I... Idea, honestly the idea of of used cloth diapers is a little creepy to me. Anyway,
1: you wash them, boil them, wash
0: them. Oh, I know, but it's like but it's like underwear. I wouldn't buy somebody else's underwear. I wouldn't well, find a pair because... of boxer shorts in. I wouldn't find men's boxer shorts at a, a garage <laughs> sale that are in play condition and go. Yeah, you know, I can wear these. <sighs> okay. It's somebody else's underwear, right? Peach,
1: right? But uh... and you know
0: what? They probably pooped in them. <laughs> <laughs> probably at least at least if I'm <laughs> buying adult men's underwear it's it's likely that it wasn't pooped in right it could have been but with a cloth diaper you're almost guaranteed that it was pooped in
1: you pretty much are guaranteed that
0: that's what i'm pooped. saying
1: yeah but you here's the thing so the
0: whole the whole thing about buying used cloth diapers is a little bit weird here's anyway Here's the
1: thing when you buy them they are also guaranteed to be pooped in. Now, if you're going to start, if you're buying... But they're
0: new. They haven't been pooped in yet. What
1: difference does it make? Their poop, your poop? Because it's your poop. (laughs) What difference does it make?
0: You Did you hear the question that you just asked? There's a big difference between my poop in my underwear and somebody else's poop if you in their pooped underwear.
1: All the time, and you had to go find new underwear all the time because you constantly pooped. You would be completely opposed to another person's underwear. Oh. Still, you wouldn't. Would well, if that was me,
0: I would go back to disposable diapers.
1: Yeah, well, that's true. And now you're now you're uh, talking on Luke's. Uh, my husband's...
0: Uh, <laughs> Luke. Yeah, Luke is her husband. There's another phone and, call! This is and,
1: real life, people.
0: This is real life. Who is it? Who is it? It's my brother.
1: Hey, answer
0: that. It's Uncle David. Hello? Hello? <laughs> uh, I didn't catch that.
1: Is he talking in Spanish, probably?
0: Oh, I got it now. He goes... Happy birthday!
1: Oh, that's another that's yeah. another family legend.
0: Yeah, that's another legend.
1: Uh, well, well I appreciate talk about that. that later. Is this Nick? It's a. Uh, All right. It's I forgot to mention that it's. Yep. Dad's birthday today.
0: Yeah, it's my birthday. Um, thanks. Thanks for that. Warm. Birthday.
1: Oh, and, and he's eating a dog bone again. Every episode. I a home. dog bone incident.
0: am home. Of, uh, we're doing a, a quick podcast with, uh, with the peaches. And, uh...
1: Hmm. You know, maybe I should get on the computer right now and <coughs> try to find some of those photos. I also have an email oh, that I need to Did you read that?
0: It's, it's linked there. There's links right
1: in the. Dad, 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 dad.
0: Yeah.
1: And this is why you tune into the Comedy Sojourn podcast to know what it's like. John no. Grannion's house. Yeah, I
0: link to, to it. Middle so the you morning. could click on either of those uh, links. The very top line, actually. Phone calls,
1: babies talking. The
0: link to the uh, NRA article. It's the real deal.
1: All right. Let's see if there's any comments on the blog... I am perhaps the rudest, most arrogant woman that our friend has ever had the displeasure of communicating with. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Well, that was what I, that, that's not the first time I've ever made comments on something that he wrote. Oh. The, uh, the the thing that got me kicked out of his circle of uh,
1: people who he talked to was my comments. Um, this his, could be a long uh, this could be a long conversation between last year. my dad and my uncle.
2: Uh, <laughs> Mm.
1: so we may just pause and wait till they're done to resume our recording i'm turning this back on because uh dad's off off. the phone now and uncle david's coming over so he's going to be on
0: uncle david's coming over and we're going to talk about uh arrogant megachurch pastors so i think we're probably going to lose all of our listeners this uh yeah, now
1: the mothers don't want anything to do with like Anybody who's that?
0: ever been a breastfeeding mother is going to hate <laughs> us because we are uh, we stand opposed. I <laughs> think I friends.
1: think that's where
0: we left it, right? <laughs> we are clearly opposed to I the breastfeeding. I don't even remember.
1: I was getting there, I'm and sure. And you
0: you're you don't even like women. Right. Um and so. now we're going
1: to now we have a bunch of pastor friends, preacher, pastor, minister friends and they're all going to be
0: yeah, we've got They're the all going be we're, upset. We're, we're going to talk about. But you are going to talk. You turned it back on because you wanted to talk about Kia. Well, I turned it on because we're,
1: this is live uh, feed reading, so I just got a comment uh, saying that I am. Wait, I have to quote it, and I don't want to misquote him. Uh, I am perhaps the rudest, most arrogant woman he has ever had the displeasure of communicating with. Well,
0: that's something. Yeah. Because he said he was in the church for. Uh, Thirty, 34, thirty-four years. Thirty-four years. He was a Christian for thirty-four years. So, you know, being someone who's been in the church for even longer than that, there's some rude people in church. Oh yeah. And if you're the rudest that he's encountered,
1: that, uh, that's something. I mean, it's, yeah. it's an accomplishment. Congratulations. Sure. He was upset because I referred to him as Pastor Mike. Apparently, he goes by. Tell him Tica. that you
0: breastfeed. That ought to really send him into a tailspin.
1: Or he'll come. Or he'll ask to lay hands on me. He wasn't yeah. pastor after all. I mean, he wasn't a pastor. That's the that's the whole thing. I, no, he wasn't.
0: Didn't he say that he wasn't a pastor? I
1: referred to him as Pastor Mike. His handle is K-I-A, Kia, but uh, we know his real name is Mike. And I, I
0: think a- K-I-A may be an acronym for Killed in Action. Really? Yeah, and that makes sense with his whole... Um,
1: he was a missionary. He, when he was a missionary, right,
0: and so he was killed in action.
1: Oh, well, that actually is more clever than I was ever going to give him any... Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's what he means. Now, I could be wrong. And probably if he ever finds out that I'm interpreting it that way, of course it will be wrong because <laughs> one of the things that we uh, have talked about is that theist can never be right on any point ever. If uh, if an atheist if an atheist finds himself agreeing with you, then he has to change the verbiage right. um, in order to make sure that you are still incorrect in your submission. For right. example, read the read the thing that you you said, "Hey, uh, you called him Pastor Mike.
1: Yeah, well, actually, I was talking to somebody else who was on his blog. This guy, this Kia that we've come to call him, is uh, constantly going over to other Christians' blogs and then featuring them on his own blog about how stupid they are, basically, and tearing them apart. And he actually said, hey, here's this guy, uh, Color Storm, he's a Christian, and I totally whooped his butt. He's taken a butt whooping this week, is what he said, which is just not true. Uh, but So I went over that and sounds said... Serious. I said the Color Storm, uh, this was my comment, Wow, Storm, your very own feature on Pastor Mike's blog, I'm jealous. We've been spinning the God deniers in circles at the Comedy Sojourn for months now, uh, but we have two rules. One, the conversation stays there, because we have a church already, and we refuse to attend the heathen one, thanks. And we require atheists to provide a few answers before they'll get any more from us. Um, But the thing is...
0: Right, we're big question askers.
1: Right. Right. I said, weirdly, none of them have gone back to their own blogs to brag about their conquests with us since then. I suspect they know whose butt has been getting a whooping, and it's not any of the theists. And then I linked to the blog and told uh, ColorStorm to go ahead and join us over there if he wants to, to read along with how we're able to um, corner these atheists. The thing about Kia, though, is he doesn't like to be called an atheist, which I think is what you were getting at, Dad. Right. He doesn't want to be called an atheist. He's no longer a Christian.
0: Right. He's not a Christian. He, he doesn't, he he doesn't in believe God. in God. Yeah. Um, but he's not an atheist, and that's the thing. That's the thing that they try to do with their void, with their with their uh, belief that is content free, is mm-hmm. they try to make something compelling and interesting and profound about it. And so they, a lot of times, they just won't even cop to what they are. Um, right. They'll say, or they'll say something stupid like, "I'm agnostic," which means. Almost the same thing. It's like, I don't know. I don't have a comment. I, I have no comment. Agnostics don't know. And somehow they think that that's noble and, uh, and honest to say they don't know. Truth be told, none of us know. I mean, the only people who know for sure are the dead people. Right. Um, and they hardly ever blog.
1: Right. We're still waiting. But We're
0: still waiting on that first blog post from a dead guy.
1: So he corrected me. He had corrected me. Correction, I'm not and never have been a pastor, per se. Per se. Now, here's the clarification. You can't be right.
0: Calling him Pastor Mike is incorrect.
1: Listen to this. He was a Christian. I was a Christian for 34 years and a minister slash missionary for 25. So, not a pastor, a minister. He was a minister. Uh, And then he says, I did youth pastor for a while. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: As well as disciple men. But I was never a vocational pastor. Right. And so So uh, so I was wrong. So you were wrong. And then that's when he said, second note, you are the rudest, most arrogant woman I have ever had the displeasure right. communicating with.
0: Right. And by by telling us that you were wrong to call him Pastor Mike, he has basically ensured that in the future, henceforth and from now on he will be
1: Pastor Mike.
0: Pastor Mike. <laughs> yeah.
1: K I A AKA <laughs> pastor mike
0: one of the things that we've established in this family just as a little background is that if you absolutely hate a particular nickname if you hate a nickname what what is the last thing that you do
1: you don't ever tell us
0: don't ever tell us that you hate that nickname
1: oh andrew my brother my youngest brother has uh racked up the most impressive list of nicknames that are just hilarious to nobody except for us (laughs) because they all have background and what and
0: what has andrew done andrew well how does andrew uh handle all of those nicknames well
1: now he i think he kind of embraces it doesn't he well he
0: embraces them or he ignores them right he He doesn't doesn't
1: even comment on it
0: yeah he doesn't even comment on it (laughs) he knows better uh, because it takes all the fun out of it but what are what are some of his nicknames
1: uh, well, there's Toasty PJs. Toasty
0: PJs, and he got that because...
1: We were camping one year as a family. Oh, actually, camping, but it was a cabin, so we were in a log cabin. And he accidentally left his pajamas too close to the furnace. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and they burnt their and whole And they burnt, burnt
0: right, and they got kind of crispy <laughs> in the bird <burn> spot. <laughs> and so we started calling them Toasty PJs.
1: Toasty PJs. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one that was clothing-related had to do with... Uh, we, we call them short sharks.
0: Short sharks because... <laughs> because
1: one time, again, on vacation, he comes out of the hotel room to go swimming with all of us. We're already in the pool. He comes running out on the deck in these shorts that were at least three sizes too small.
0: <laughs> at least. And they had sharks on them. And they
1: had sharks on them. That's how you knew they were too small. He was like 13 at the time. And right, he and he, he wearing was wearing shark shorts.
0: <laughs> wearing shark shorts from like when he was eight.
1: Yeah, <laughs> So we call them short sharks all week. Right. Uh, that was
0: also when I got uh, the name, uh, my nickname for that week was, you remember what it was?
1: Yours was, hang on, it had to do with your hair. No, it didn't. Yeah, your hair no, was buzz too close. So we well, it buzz,
0: was too close, but that's not the nickname that I got that weekend.
1: What? I can't remember.
0: It was uh, Speed Bump.
1: Oh, that's right! <laughs> that's right. We had because we had these radio. Um, we had these walkie-talkies that we were using on the cruise ship, and so every time we decided we needed trucker names, and we would refer to each other. We so would Andrew call short to... sharks, and Dad was speed bumping because got radio <laughs> I got ran over got by a by bus. A bus.
0: <laughs> I got hit by a bus. I got hit by a bus on the way to the, uh, the. The rest of the family got. We were on a cruise ship, and the rest of the family got there before me, and so I was coming in. I had a show, so I had to fly in separately, and uh, I was on a shuttle. To the cruise ship, and the shuttle had to make multiple stops at hotels. And I got out of the uh, the bus because they had to make room for some other people coming in. And as I was standing on the uh, in the next to the bus, another bus backed up and and hit me. The guy like backed up and just ran over me. Um
1: it well bumped, he, bumped you. me out school. of the
0: way, but he ran over my bag. My my uh, my shoulder bag was underneath, bag. so he bumped into me. And uh, everyone was yelling, stop, stop, stop. And he knocked me, you know, knocked me down. And then he didn't move. And so I went up to the driver <laughs> and I said, you need to pull forward because you ran over my bag when you hit me. And he looked at me and he kind of rolled his eyes like I was bothering him. He goes, all right. So he pulls forward and I got my bag and got back on. But I told you guys about that. And in typical uh, Brannion family sympathy, rather than... <laughs> Rather than being concerned or anything, you immediately assigned me the nickname. we were talking about our
1: trucker names at that point, and when you told that story, we were like, well, that settles it then. Speed bump. Speed bump. Yeah. uh, But that's not the end of... Andrew's got much... Yeah, Andrew's got
0: other... What are are his other... We call
1: him... uh, Tabby still calls him poop shoes. Tabby calls him poop shoes. I don't even know for sure. I mean, he stepped in poop, but I don't know when that happened. Well, he
0: he stepped in poop, but he blamed Tabby for it. (laughs) They were out... (laughs) They were out wrestling around in the yard for some reason, and she grabbed him and swung him, and he slid. He slid in dog poop, and it was her fault. He came in, and Tabby, the way he told the story, um, she threw him in poop, and uh, of course, she didn't even know it was there, but he slid in poop and got it on his shoes, and so she started... Referring to him as Poop Shoes, and that name is kind of stuck. She still calls him Poop Shoes. Yeah,
1: well, Cammy, my daughter, called him Uncle Poop Shoes the
0: other day. Right, Uncle Poop Shoes. And Unprompted. Uh, Yeah. So is that was knows? that was that. That's probably the one that is the most common. And what else? I don't. The know.
1: one. Can we even say the one that gr- that mom called him once? That that time. Oh yeah, yeah, day. yeah. That's
0: a great one. <laughs> so. He uh, wasn't
1: there. I can't tell that
0: story. Okay, so we were. Uh, he was. He was quite a bit younger. He was probably six or seven, and uh, he had. Uh, we were going somewhere, and we were coming out of the hotel room. The family was coming out of the hotel room, and Andrew was uh, was behind us. He was late, and we were. We needed to go. So everyone was a little bit. Your mom was a little bit. Uh, annoyed and feeling a little bit frantic and so Andrew stands up from behind the bed where he had been getting dressed and he's got his dress pants on but the pockets are pulled out. Their pockets are hanging out of the side of his pants and so your mother turns to him and says, Andrew poke your pockets in, you look weird. And he gets this look on his face, this sort of a horrified, pained look. It's like, I, like he'd been wounded. And he says to her, Did you just call me a little queer?
1: (laughs) And Tabby, Tabby testified that that's what she thought she said, too. She said, poke your your
0: pockets in, you little (laughs) queer. As if, as if a mother, specifically your mother, would have ever said something like, poke your pockets in, you little queer. And so, for the rest of the week, we of course called him, (laughs) you little queer. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, oh, gosh. Yeah. So, and, and is that it? or there, There's others, there's sure. other little temporary nicknames that he gets called for a, for a day to. or for a time.
1: Tabby has to weigh in. Tabby's the one that always nicknames him because he yells at her when she does it. And
0: so. Right. But the point is that in this family, nicknames, if you want to avoid being called a nickname, you absolutely do not tell us that you hate that nickname. Right. Because right. that just guarantees that you will you will have that nickname hung around you but
1: it's prepared us it has prepared us for our uh, little tussles with the atheists on the blog because they call us names thinking that it's going to just cripple us right. and laugh what we're going to and, laugh <laughs> and what we're <laughs> going to
0: do is if it's a good name
1: <laughs> we're going to embrace we're, we're going to embrace it
0: <laughs> yeah we're going to we're so, going to use that name
1: so disclaimer anybody who goes on the blog and reads in the thread if you hear us using some uh,
0: some derogatory, language, something
1: <laughs> a little bit, uh, a little bit derogatory. <laughs> Most likely, what has happened is somebody, an atheist, has used that against us in the past, and we've gone. That is, ex- that is exactly what I need to start calling myself.
0: Right. Right. Uh, so we don't we're, names sticks and stones will break our bones names will never hurt us and many of the names that we get called actually make us laugh. Oh and my so gosh. if you're clever. Now if you just if you just throw out four letter words or banal obscenities from right. junior high school that's not going to do it. You got to be genuinely clever. Right. You got to be Well, um, some
1: of it has to do with the point of the conversation too. Right. If mm-hmm. if it's very clear that this is the only thing that they have left in their arsenal. If we've asked a question or we've set up the you know, look, this is your choice here. It's God or it's nothing, and they're just—they're getting more and more hysterical and more and more upset with us. And then the crescendo is this—you know—this
0: name of yeah.
1: of yeah, profanity. Then yeah, it's going to probably make. Us well, death. the
0: truth is that you've lost the argument, and we, we know that um, when when it comes to the point where you're calling us names rather than actually responding in right. some manner, then it's over. You've you have lost. Um, and we have always said that that 's another thing that we 've always done in this family it 's like if you 're going to have a conversation and we 're going to have a disagreement, we can have a disagreement, but as soon as you start calling me names, you lose it 's all it 's all over we 're not talking about the concept anymore and this is something that I think our Christian brothers and sisters need to be aware of when they start to get uh, when they start to get mixed up in some of these conversations with people who think differently than they do um, yeah. And that's not just atheists. That's e- even other Christians, Christians that go to other churches, people who have different beliefs and views. Right. Um, to just to to just call them a name, even if it's a Christian name, even if you're saying, "Well, you're a heretic," or "You're a you're, you're a, a you're a fundy," or whatever, um, you've lost the argument because yeah. it's just a name. Right. And yeah. So
1: totally totally
0: we're okay we're okay with that they, they, one of the guys uh, one of the guys called me a dolt um, a few weeks back <laughs> that's right he was asking for uh, something no it's this dolt and uh, and I responded with, with basically that it's Call like well me. if you're calling if you're calling names then uh, it means that you don't have anything else to contribute to the conversation and he came back and said uh, dolt is not name calling and so I just embraced the word dolt after that and started referring to him because I thought it was a term of endearment, you know. Right. I thought he was calling me a dolt out of affection. Not a name. And so I returned the favor. And so and you still may see that from time to time if I if I put comma dolt yeah, to one of our readers, then you know who it was because <laughs> I, I still call him a dolt because according to him it's not a name. Right. It's, it's a you know, it's something else. The, so vocabulary. Yeah. So my brother just walked in, my brother David, who uh has been my brother uh, his whole life. My whole but
2: life, but not yours. Most of yours,
0: not my whole life. Speaking of,
1: Most of them. it's your birthday.
0: That's right. It's my birthday today. That's why David called. David called earlier in the blog before you shut off the recorder. Because right.
1: um, you guys were you, gabbing.
0: Well, you just took it on yourself to do that. I didn't give you permission. Which is sort of a, it's a testimony to the relationship that we have here. That you're pretty much a loose cannon and do whatever you want. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty disrespectful.
0: Well, and that's it, the, because the uh, the people on the blog, you've been accused of being this doormat, sort of mousy, milk toast, subject to the patriarchy. <laughs> it's
1: hilarious, um,
0: and that's yeah, it is funny Stand because up when people well, people write to her. People write to the peaches all the time, and and they'll say things like, "Well, you're just a doormat who's you know who's oppressed and beaten down by the men in your life."
1: You just don't even know how indoctrinated you.
0: are. Yeah, she doesn't know how indoctrinated she is, and uh, I think we. Again, those of us who are actually close to you realize that you pretty much do whatever you want, and uh, we have no control I've, over you. Well,
1: the truth is, and I've said it before, uh, and I will probably say it again. In my family, I don't deny that there probably are.
0: You are you are a liberated woman who hates feminism.
1: They're, right. Well, that's and that's the most dangerous kind. It's that like, is
0: the that is the thing that makes you dangerous. Right.
1: It's like the gay uh, conservative that we like, Milo Yiannopoulos. He calls himself.
0: Can the, we say that? The, the world's most dangerous faggot. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> can we say that on the podcast? <laughs> we can,
0: we just, call just myself did.
1: That, and for the same reason that I call myself a dangerous, dangerous woman. Because I uh, was not forced to believe what I believe about uh, the patriarchy, for example. Are
0: you sure? Are you sure well, you weren't indoctrinated what, that I'm not? Because I'm pretty smart. And maybe I figured out how to make you think this is your idea. You
1: cannot grow up in my household, specifically with the women that I've grown up with, and think to yourself that women are in danger of being uh, run over. Subjugated? Ever. The The women on both sides of my family have always been... The outspoken, loud, like
0: and by that you mean impossible to deal
1: impossible, with. Impossible, physically loud, like actually volume loud, and then and also, now you're talking
0: about my sister. I'm talking
1: I'm talking I'm I'm Bonnie. About, Bonnie.
0: You're talking about our sister there, and uh, I take exception to that.
1: <laughs> she would back me up, and if Bonnie. she
0: was here, I think she would probably agree with you.
1: If she could hear you. me from where they are right now, uh, <laughs> she, you, she would yell back. I'm offended, and you'd hear it on the microphone. Yeah,
0: Bonnie's pretty loud. <laughs> Um, but Bonnie's so, a doormat too, isn't she?
1: Well, that's just it. Like, Subjugated you by you can't honestly believe any of this stuff about how uh, about how you know women need to be defended um, if you grow up if you grew up with the women I grew up with, and that's just it. Um, the idea that politics are going to save us and that um, feminists are going to save us is actually. You don't think Hillary Clinton
0: as president is going to change your life?
1: I, well, for, the I, <laughs> for the
0: better, for
1: the better, I better. No, definitely yeah, not. Yeah, there. And uh, and voting for Hillary Clinton just because she's a woman makes you sexist. Just like voting for Barack Obama just because he's black makes you a racist. So yeah, this maybe. will be the
0: last podcast that we probably have listeners for. Um, it's
1: real life because we're going through times. we're going
0: through the gamut here. We are offending absolutely everybody who could even remotely be considered an ally. <laughs> Um, and that's, but that's what makes, that's what makes conversation dangerous is if you, if you just talk about ideas and you're open to ideas and your opinions and other people's opinions on those ideas, um, then yeah, sometimes it's going to be, uh, it's going to go in a different direction than, than maybe you are, uh, are expecting.
1: So let's offend the pastors now. Let's
0: offend the pastors, David. Woo! That's why we had David come in because I wrote a, a response today to a uh, to a blog that I haven't been on for years, probably probably a little more than a year. Um, a guy that we went to school with. I actually went to school with him. Did you know that? Yes, I did. He was in a class with. <laughs> yeah, David knew, but he was in a class with me. I had one class with him. Um, I had several. And he liked to uh, he likes to stir up controversy, which. Is uh,
2: good
0: at. well. It's not. I don't know. I don't remember if the the machine was running. Was the machine running when we were talking about stirring up controversy, Peach? I don't remember. Or had you I shut it off? I had you taken off. over the role of producer and director?
1: Well, I didn't really record any of your conversation with
0: Uncle David. Well, controversy is a thing that happens naturally if you're going to talk about biblical subjects. You bring up you bring up the Bible. And talk about how the Bible impacts culture, and there will be controversy. Um, that happens automatically. But if you're just doing stuff just to deliberately incite controversy, and if you're just saying uh, incendiary things just for just for clickbait, just to get people to read your blog and go, oh, "Wow, you're really kicking up a storm here," um, I don't think that's biblical. I don't think that I don't think we're called to necessarily be troublemakers. Um, just for the sake of being troublemakers, and I know we're not called to be troublemakers in order to uh, to garner followers and uh, and make our, our and glorify ourselves, ourselves. right? To say, boy, you really know how to stir up trouble. Um, so, with that you know, said,
2: Stephen Patterson put it this way: He said, "Some people act like jerks and then rebel in the persecution that they get, but it's not really persecution when you have when you've done it yourself. You've right." Going out and stirred up trouble, right?
0: When you've intentionally upset people, and then uh, and then you somehow consider that persecution for your beliefs, um, and so so this is a this was a blog. When I I quit following the blog um, a while back because well he blocked me. I I, I wrote a I wrote a response to him um, privately, privately, and he never responded back. But instead he. He publicly cut my uh, uh, my response. I, I wrote a response on my blog to his blog, and I posted the link underneath his blog post on Facebook. And he blocked that. He blocked me, and he removed all of my of my links, which we've talked recently? about. No, that, that was a year left ago. Left. That was when I that was when I quit paying attention to what he was doing because because okay. if you don't allow uh, comments to stand, if you don't allow negative comments to stand on your Facebook wall or on your blog post, I have no use for you. I'm not interested. In having a conversation with you. That's
1: what we were talking about last time. The whole, if you're going to post it publicly, then the conversation that ensues needs to be public also.
0: Exactly. And if you're going to post something publicly, you need to be prepared for the public to disagree with you. Um, And you need to let them disagree with you and let those folks stand. Because censorship censorship is also not a biblical thing. Um, If you have confidence in what you're saying to be the truth... Then let it stand. The truth
2: stands for itself.
0: Yeah. If you're censoring responses because they make your initial premise look bad, um, and you're a Christian, shame on you. Yeah. Shame interesting,
2: on you. Interesting that you should say that because I had a situation just like that. Tell us about that. that. Well, just so happens I was trying trying to trying to find a, a church that I felt comfortable going to that that my wife and I, you know. Enjoyed and, and there was a new church here in town that I was I was skeptical of but I thought I'd give it a chance and because uh, it's important
0: would, to find a church that you
2: enjoy. Well, <laughs> a true city, yeah. Okay, all right. Di- different, different subject altogether. But yes, yeah, I mean, we, we were looking for some place
0: where they say the sort of things you want to hear.
2: Well, go ahead.
0: I don't mean to be. Yeah. Side-tracked. Yes, you uh-huh.
2: do.
0: I do. Yes, but... you do.
2: <laughs> anyway we we were looking for a church that this, we could po- in. this podcast
0: this <laughs> podcast is going to let everybody know what a huge jerk i am it's because it's it's been suspected for a number of years, but i really am a jerk i I argue with everybody so okay so, go ahead
2: but that's that 's a different argument this right. uh this this was and so we and we we had a we we had developed uh you know a, a kind of a kind of a liking we we were there for about a month, we we were going there for you know a few weeks, and and the midweek service as well as as the uh, Sunday service, and then at the midweek service, he made a statement um, that he got up. We we were singing a song that that has has the word Yahweh in it, Yod Vabhe, Vav which is the Hebrew for for the name of God. Uh oh. And
1: oh no, <laughs> yeah. And a lot of atheists with Yahweh. Here
2: we go. Yeah, and so and so he got up. Anyway, he got up and he told the congregation there that um in in this midweek service, he got up and he said he said, I was I was studying that that word right there, Yahweh. He said, I was I did some research on it. And he said, It's the name of God. He said that the uh the, the Jews would shout that name when they were running into battle. It means mighty warrior. And I was like, no. I don't think that's right. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, okay, I, I'm not sure what he's reading, but uh, everything that I've ever read and learned and, and everything, but perhaps I'm wrong. So I'll go and research it. And so I, I did some research, and it, it turns it, out you weren't wrong. It turns out that I wasn't wrong. That uh, yeah, the name of God was a name that was so holy that it wouldn't even be pronounced, and and uh, you know it wouldn't even be written in in my in my Hebrew Chaldee dictionary that I have. Um, it won't even print that word because if it were if it were printed in in any book or any literature that it was it would then not make that make that book holy, so that it couldn't be destroyed or it couldn't be burned or, or you know anything? You could not destroy that that name, and and so uh, you know here's here's a word. That so they didn't away. shout it running into battle. So they didn't shout it running, and 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 so and so, so you here thought here, I'm going to have a conversation with this guy.
0: I, I'm going to I'm going to talk to this guy, right. and, and we're going to come in, to an understanding, private. and surely. You know, in he private. will appreciate so, being having it pointed out so that he, he was inherent. he reiterated he, it because most people, especially pastors,
2: <laughs> love it when somebody
0: <laughs> comes up and points out that they were wrong about something. Right. right, right. That's what you were thinking.
2: Well, I was thinking, okay how how do I how do I approach him? So so I you know I didn't want to stand up in the middle of the service. You know, and he he did it again on Sunday. You know, he he did that same. That same thing to the to the whole congregation, and, and I'm right. like, okay, yeah. So, so we need. To, how how do we address this tactfully? How do we, you know, how do we approach? So I set up a. Meeting. So he
0: stood up in church and said, "Thou art
2: wrong.
0: <laughs> Repent, sinner.
1: False teacher.
0: Ichabod. False.
1: <laughs> Wolf in sheep's clothing."
0: Yes, <laughs> that's probably the most effective.
2: Weighed on the scale and found one. So
0: you wanted to have coffee with him. You well, wanted to have a meeting.
2: I I, want, yeah, I wanted to a have private, a meeting with him or a meeting with
0: yeah, him. Yeah, meeting. So, so Which was probably easy to do.
2: It, it was it was <laughs> yeah, all I had to do was to send him an send him an email. Mm-hmm. Um and he would check his calendar. Actually his, his he, assistant
0: he, would probably check his calendar. Yeah,
2: I think I think that's how it worked. Um he said send send him an email. Because
0: um, he doesn't schedule his own meetings he because doesn't.
2: he's too busy doing he's, research he's, he's, into the meaning of Hebrew words. I, something. He's, in he's, preparation. He's busy for... doing something. So, um, I, then I sent him an email, then, right right after church on, on Sunday afternoon. And he got back with me, uh, or somebody got back with me, the following Tuesday and scheduled a meeting for... A week from Thursday, the following Thursday. So it was like two and a half and for three weeks before was, you it was could get into to and see, half weeks, yeah, to two see and this guy. Two and a half guy. weeks before I could get into it, right? Um, and well, he's busy. Yeah, and and so I thought, well, you know, yeah, he's he's uh, he's busy or whatever. So so we did have the meeting. Um, he's busier get, than my dentist after after a midweek service. Um, I was, I was approached by one of, the, one of the elders or something like that, and the elder introduced himself to me and, uh, and explained to me that, that uh, he was going to be the one who was going to escort me back into the pastor's office. The Holy of Holies, yes. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and then, That's you know, so after, after the... Well, you the can't have
0: guys from meeting, the church just wandering around walking in into the pastor's office. Into the pastor's
2: office because he needs to be, you know, protected by his... sure. By his Secret Service. Yeah. Um, So, so well, I understand that.
0: I understand that, particularly because this is probably a pretty big church, right? There's probably twenty thousand people go to this church.
2: There's at least fifty people in the congregation, right?
0: And so you got to have you got to have some levels of protection. Or it's else a, he would never be able to even probably leave his office with the throngs of people.
2: It's it's, a, it's so they growing.
0: escorted you back to the office and uh,
2: they escorted me back to the office and
0: you sat down. And, and now, I, does he have a really say, high chair? Does he have a throne in his office or no, is it a regular he, he chair?
2: Doesn't it, he? Does he does have a desk? Okay, and he does have. And so he he and his wife he and his wife met with my wife and I and right. Uh, you know, I I explained. You know, I explained. What I had, what I had learned, and what I had discovered about what about you thought term. you learned. Well, yeah. What what I and and I said, I said to him. I kind of took it as the approach of, of, I'm not sure where, you know, I'm not sure where you got that information there, but this is what I've discovered in in my study. And, this and, is
0: what God uh, says.
2: And yeah, yeah. He said, uh, he said, well, basically his. His, his response was, um, well, I read it somewhere. And and I sure. said, well, I... There's probably a
0: YouTube video on it.
2: Yeah, it could be. Um, <laughs> he read it in a meme. I don't know, but but he read it somewhere. Yeah, there's and a Twitter. If
0: somebody posted he, something like that on Twitter, <laughs> then uh, I say, preach it.
2: Yeah. yeah. And uh, so he... Anyway, he read it somewhere. And, and I even tried to give him an, an out because in my in my research i had discovered that a different name for god adonai does mean mighty warrior and perhaps you know perhaps there was some confusion in that well he assured me no there was there was no confusion in that and um, that if you know that, that this might not be the right church for me this well, might you know plenty of there are plenty of churches in the area and where, <laughs> maybe just, just maybe this wouldn't be a good maybe this church maybe, isn't a good fit for
0: maybe you. Maybe you would do better in a church where the pastor was open to the idea of being somewhat fallible.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so and And he's probably not wrong about that. He's he's I'm sure that he is not wrong about that. There are other um, churches
0: where uh where they're where they're open to you know, possibly being wrong about things, and that's where you should probably go.
1: So you, you were blocked, Dad, by a pastor. I've been blocked
0: by more than one pastor.
1: Right. I was. I was blocked by our former youth minister, who is now some type of a missionary. Uh, and Uncle David was told to find another church by a pastor yes. down.
0: Uh, hmm. Are we still believers? Um, <laughs> Like, is this family? Have we slid into the uh, into the pagan category?
2: Are we
1: officially, not uh, church people. Well, well, when we I was,
2: when we I still was go to church. Being when when I was being thrown out of the one church that I was at, um, a friend of mine.
0: <laughs> the one church that I was at. Well, the
2: the, the church that I attended for a long time um, here in town. One one friend of mine told me, you know, well, don't lose your religion, and.
0: I think we all need to lose our religion. I, I,
2: it, it, that's basically <laughs> what I told him. I said I really don't care. I, I said in 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 more colorful language than what I'll I'll say here. I said I I'd, uh, I I really uh, religion doesn't matter. I don't I don't care. And and I've had that stance for a number of years now. Well, to an
0: extent, religion, yeah, I, I hear what I, you're I, I saying. Religion religion though is your concept of of uh, Supernatural, spiritual things. Your religion is your is your belief about about God. Now well, it, it it, define, it incorporates many, it that many many way. things. It incorporates many many things. It's yeah. it's your it's your uh, physical practices. It's the it's the things that you hold as sacred. It's well, your it's your, it's your rituals. About, it's your
1: attitude about the other church members too. Because I, my thing, the way that I simplify it so that it doesn't sound so complicated is. Um, do you consider Christ's body your family? Do you consider the church capital C family members? And if so, then yeah, you're going to get annoyed with some of them sometimes right. and you're going to get, you know, frustrated. I would say the only thing that is unacceptable for a family to do is what those pastors have done, which is cut you off. If you say that's it, you're no longer welcome here, that is the cardinal sin of family. Everything else is, you know, it's open. It's anything goes. You can say Hey, I really enjoy hanging out with you every week. It's my favorite part of the week. Or you can say, you know, I really don't want to be here right now. I'm just not feeling it. Uh, but the one thing you can't do to a family in a family is say you're no longer part of my family. Um, and I think that that's I think that's how I define it.
0: Um, well, if you have a uh, yeah, any any group of people, um, and especially a church. Um, there's going to be in a healthy environment. There's going to be some disagreement on points. Um, generally speaking, you've got a couple or three things that there is a God. That's the that's a good one to uh, to have. There is a God who created uh, everything, um, and then the the topic of Jesus. What you do with the with the person of Jesus Christ. Um, there should be some agreement there too who he was but everything else is kind of up for grabs Um, and if it's not if you are if you find yourself in a group where for example the pastor everything that the pastor says is enthusiastically supported with a thumbs up and nobody has any problem ever with anything that precedes from his mouth um, that's a cult (laughs) that's not a church that's a cult
1: certainly not a family
0: um (laughs) And so, if you uh, now, maybe I should, maybe I maybe I went a little too far. Uh, There are some good, there are some good preachers out there who are um, who you can listen to, and you can find yourself agreeing with them. But but it's always I always try to have I fail sometimes, but I try to have a little thing in the back of my head. If I find myself agreeing with a particular person over and over and over again, then I go. Uh, I, I try to go okay well i 'm not really growing necessarily from conversations with it 's good it 's good to have conversations with people that you agree with, but right. you don 't really, they don 't really stretch you very often well, because you 're just
1: thing that you disagree with like my yep. thing is if I find myself agreeing with somebody over over the- like Matt Walsh, for example.
0: That's who I was thinking of, and Vodie Bachum. Every I time I hear Vodie Bachum preach, I'm like, "Gosh, I love everything he says." And it's All like, "Gosh, am I is, am I a Vodie Bachum cultist?" Yeah, you got to try to find something, a little area where you disagree, and the
1: reverse is true too. If I find myself just disagreeing with somebody over and over again. I challenge myself to find something, some common ground, some teeny little piece of something that I can say. Right, because nobody's wrong
0: all the time.
1: He eats toast for breakfast, and I can agree with that. I've gone there There. before. Well, (laughs) not there exactly, but yeah, I've had to say before, well... We both well, what I'm doing with the atheists. We, we both
0: can... agree that public nudity is not something that should happen well, in we, a civilized. We both
1: agree that truth is something we should be seeking. We right. just have absolutely no agreement on what the truth. What is. What the truth is. Right. Uh, but we both are, are interested in finding the truth. That's what I've been trying to explain to our our atheist foes that we're really not all that different. I mean, no. You just
0: no. Well, and that's the thing that I try to have conversations. You know, this particular dude who, and we'll post the link. For the uh, for the NRA article that I wrote about on the thing, so you guys can all see it if you're interested in it. And that's it. And you, but you can disagree with with brothers and sisters about things like this. And and in in this case, I I vehemently disagree with the fact that you that you what he says you can't be a Christian and support the NRA. Well, I'm going to say that that's completely wrong. Um,
2: but that doesn't mean that. Everything about this dude is wrong um, yeah, Jesus if would have known you were going to send a check to the NRA he never would have gone he to the never would have, to have gone, gone to the cross, cross. well it's it's it, if you're
0: open and i 'm open to conversations um, and having people tell me that i'm that i 'm wrong or that I misstep or that I overstated or that i you know whatever i 'm okay with that I, it happens a lot i 've had people come up and um, uh, complain about certain things I've said on stage in my act, and um, I've had that happen from time to time. It does, it does happen, and here's how I here's how I deal with it. In case you're thinking about writing me an angry email um, about something that you've seen in my act,
1: you share it with your other comedian friends.
0: Well, no, I, I do. I do share it with you. if it's.
1: I'm <laughs>
0: you really are letting all the cats out of the bag. Um,
1: if it's a really good one.
0: Yeah, if it's a really good one. If you're going to send me an email, um, and you want me to share it with the other comics, then you need to be a little bit crazy a little when hysterical. you say. Yeah, you need to be a little hysterical. Um, you need to use words like uh, that that imply that I am. Uh, in danger of losing uh, my Christian I'm already lost. I've lost
2: that the, the yeah. devil himself
0: has has had a hand in writing this material. Um, stuff like have, that. If
2: you have lots of capitalization and
0: lots capitalize of a lot of things, points. yeah, um, use like a lot of exclamation points. It
1: should take a couple of days. It
0: should to have happen. many, many conversations, and then and also emphasize how. Uh, your personal background in the faith how you've been a member of a church for a number of years if you've taught Sunday school tell me all of that stuff so that i know that you are qualified yeah an authority to to judge my particular comedy but anyway i'm getting off track and you got me off <laughs> sorry, track
1: sorry my fault you said if you want to call, here's how i deal with it here's how i deal with
0: it if i get a email or a comment from somebody who has a problem with a particular aspect of my act. I will always hear it out. If I hear it once from one person, mm-hmm. then I usually forget about it. I usually ignore it. Mm-hmm. If I hear the same sort of comment from multiple people in multiple circumstances, then I go, okay, maybe there's something here.
2: Mm-hmm. So because you can set up a bot that will, <laughs> that will fire off emails multiple
1: Usually times you can tell.
2: <laughs> no,
0: I can tell. He's
1: not a human.
0: Yeah, I can tell. And... Uh, but but that's it it, it is there is uh, Bible says there's wisdom in many councils and uh, and I believe that's true if I've got multiple sources of people who are telling me the same thing um it happened a few years ago. I had several people tell me that the way I portrayed your mother, the way I portrayed my wife on stage, made her seem witchy and mean. Because
1: you talk like this, right? Yes, because like
0: this, right? And I, the first time I heard it, I went, "Ah, eh, it's just somebody blowing," you know. But I heard it over and over again from multiple people, and so I went, "All right, there must be something to this because <laughs> because people wouldn't make it up." You know, all of those people wouldn't be, can't be wrong you know and so i made some adjustments in my portrayal in my head i didn't think that i was doing that you know now it, you was, need to speak it was
1: like grandma coming out differently <laughs> you did that with grandma i did i get
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah that's mom's the one who probably has the most legitimate complaint about <laughs> actually, my portrayal of her on stage
1: <laughs> i was there when it was michael wolfhart who, yeah. who encouraged you to do that he's like i think you need different voices you already have a voice for your wife but i think Uh, And he has a British accent Michael Wolfhart has the best accent
0: Oh gosh, he's got the best accent Symmetry is the sign of a small mind Yes, That was what he told me He wanted
1: the stage to be intentionally unbalanced Yes Because
0: I was putting the pillows up I was putting pillows in a symmetrical pattern Up on the stage and he said That's the sign of a small mind Mr. Branion, symmetry is the sign of a small mind Yeah
1: yeah, I also and he
0: said it with that British accent so it had to be right. I didn't even question it. He
1: also told me that same weekend we were in Tulsa uh, doing crazy love and I was visiting and I said uh, I don't even remember how we were talking about it but he also had a very strong opinion about animals and they shouldn't be named pets shouldn't be given uh, stupid human names, names. Like, no they should be given oh they should names. yeah oh yeah, said, yeah, yeah 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 you can't you shouldn't name them fluffy or spot he's like that's that's inhumane and you well, were like, well they are animals Michael and he said, no, he's like it's a member of the family. You wouldn't, you wouldn't name your child that. If you give your dog or cat a name, you wouldn't give a child. Then yeah, you know, shame on you. I remember him <laughs> on right. about that.
2: Yeah, he was very passionate about that. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he like a zookeeper or something? like Yes, that? He yes, he, family was,
0: family he was. He was zoo. Doctor Zoolittle. If you if you go to the San Diego Zoo, or if you went to the San Diego Zoo, I, I haven't talked to him for a while. I don't know if you did, but every he was Doctor Zoolittle. Yeah. So the entire San Diego Zoo uh, programming. Michael Wolfhart was in charge of that, so he's kind of a big deal. Um,
1: I don't, I don't remember. Oh, he was the one who said, "Well, you, need, you have a wife, a wife voice. Now you need a mom voice." And you right. were like, "What about a chain smoker?" And that's how. That and that's came.
0: where That's what. All right, boys. Yeah, that was. And my mother has never smoked a cigarette a day in her life, um, and she sounds nothing like that.
1: No. The first time she heard this, the show, afterwards, she was like. What's with my voice? <laughs> why, why do I sound like that?
0: Yeah, but mom, mom is another one. To bring it back three three 360 degrees, mom has been in this family long enough to know that right. this is what we do. This yeah.
1: is a sign of affection. Right. So. <laughs> we will mercifully make fun of you. And if you don't give us enough stuff to actually make fun of, like burning a hole in your PJ, we will just make up stuff. We
0: just make up stuff, <laughs> yeah. We will just assign you something and uh, and make fun of it. So, so that's... Uh, yeah, that's how it is.
1: Oh, Ooh. guess what?
0: <laughs> Did Emmy poop?
1: Emmy pooped.
0: Emmy pooped. She that's a great. She
1: chewed on a dog bone. Today that's the great.
0: That's a great place to leave it. Emmy uh, <laughs> pooped. All right. Have you got anything else to add?
2: I, that's all. That's all I had.
0: Do you want to help change this diaper?
2: <laughs> nope. Emmy uh, added. Emmy added enough.
0: All right. Well, hit the uh, hit the blog. Uh, we'll post. Uh, we're going to post pictures of, uh, of breastfeeding women. On the blog, so you're going to want to definitely see those. Not
1: just any pictures. Not just
0: any pictures. Our favorite pictures of yeah, you'll
1: understand. Right? You'll get the yeah. idea after the first. And one. <laughs> uh,
0: and we're going to post a link to the uh, to the megachurch pastor who uh, who is uh, condemning <laughs> condemning the I don't even know how to say it. Condemning the M- the NRA and uh, telling you that if you support the NRA, then you're not Christian, and uh, you might as well, we'll all just- you.
2: Throw away all of your...
0: All you gun advocates out there are going to want to see this because uh, your eternal, your immortal soul hangs in the balance.
1: Considering he's probably one who argues that you can't, like, talk about the wrongness of certain, like, homosexuality, he's probably one who would take exception to somebody saying that you can't be homosexual and Christian. It's a really interesting leap to go, but...
0: Yeah, well, we're trying to end this blog post because we got to change a diaper, and you're opening up another can of worms, so...
1: We got we got all sorts of stuff to talk about.